Welcome to The Detail Rag. I'm your host, Brian, where we talk about auto detailing, the people, the products, and the processes that encourage us to share the shine. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Detail Rag. Tonight's guest is the one and only Jamie the Cleaner. Jamie, you there? Oh, Brian. Yes, I am here. Sir, how are you tonight? Uh, Doing great. Ready for some uh, detailing. Let's talk some detailing. So, first of all, tell everybody a little bit about who you are and where you're from. Well, uh, Jamie the Cleaner. I'm just uh, kind of a weekend guy, driveway detailer, and I'm from Cachada, Louisiana. Most recently featured in a little show called, uh, what is it, Better Call Saul. There's a whole episode called Cachada. Where the town what? Is portray- yep, the town is portrayed as this uh, one, uh, you know, this one uh, building town. And it's the post office, and that's kind of right. That's kind of right. <laughs> so, did you know that they were going to film there? Uh, I don't think they filmed here. I think they just threw up a post office somewhere, and uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so you didn't get to do like a, a cameo or anything. You Definitely weren't like not. No, no. It was just dust hey. and tumbleweeds and nothing in the scene, really. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought maybe that's where you were. You know, I mean, you're perfect for it with all your YouTube videos. I know. They, they should have <laughs> gave me a call. They should have given you a call. That's, they man, that's, that's a jip. I know. <laughs> so would you, how'd you pronounce it? Cachada? Uh, Cachada. 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 Yeah, C-A-Shada, but it's it's spelled C-O-U-Shada. <laughs> about, about how big's the town? Uh, it's a blip on the radar. You could drive through it real quick. Uh, I don't know the population, but it's uh, pretty small. We got so, a Burger King, a Dairy Queen, and then some local joints. That's about it. Oh, you're bigger than I am, then. I don't even have that. Okay, okay. I have, I have a post office, a local okay. pizza parlor. I have a Marathon gas station and a Dollar General. That's it. Hey, we got a Dollar General and a Family Dollar. So I guess Cachetta is more popping than I was thinking then. Okay. Well, you're a little bigger than me. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Well, Jamie, first of all, thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. Um, yeah. I've watched quite a few of your videos. I've been watching what you do. Thank you. Um, you, again, you have how many product reviews? Uh, I have 125 videos, but I do do a couple different things than product reviews. There is some uh, satisfying, you know, ASMR type videos. There's full detail videos. There's product reviews. It's a it's a conglomeration of uh, detailing entertainment. We'll call it that. Well, let's do this. How how long have you how long have you been involved in detailing? Well, took a swig of coffee. <laughs> you can swig of whatever you want. <laughs> uh, well, I've been a I'm a clean guy, you know, since my first vehicle. So I would say about fifteen or sixteen. I definitely wouldn't call myself a detailer until like me and you were talking before about how social media kind of exploded the knowledge of detailing and YouTube. Okay. uh, So I was about 24, 25 when I started, I just got fed up with, you know, the products kind of in Walmart at the time, the auto detailing section. And I was just like, there has to be more out there. And, uh, and I've always kind of thought detailing you had to go find, you know, your sensei. I'm a big martial arts fan. So you had okay. to, you know, 
you got to go find your sensei. And uh, there was just no one in my area who was going to be my sensei. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I never considered myself a detailer. But as soon as I started finding, you know, social media and got really into it and took the deep dive, you know, I was doing a lot right. But, you know, you know, a, a lot wrong, a lot wrong as well. So okay. I say 20. I've moved into more of the detailer realm. So probably about five, six years. Okay. Where I consider so, myself effective enough to be called a detailer. To be. <laughs> so on, on those lines, let's uh, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of skip around here a little bit. Yeah. Um, because since we're already on the subject of products, I want to yeah. go into um, with all the products. Let's take all the products that you, that you've reviewed Yep. And let's take the products that you've used and what, like, this is a question I kind of ask everybody just because I'm curious because I have one on my own, but what's your favorite product that you can't live without? That one product that Jamie the Cleaner just goes, that's going to be on my shelf yeah. from here on out. Okay, so uh, I heard this answer before on your podcast. You usually save this question for the end. So I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, you're throwing it out early at me. Well, but, it's uh, because you got so many product reviews. I wanted to wanted to touch on it. ONR is a product I would recommend, you know, everybody to have on their shelves. And it is one that hasn't left my shelf since I've discovered it. And it's just an amazing, versatile product. But, okay. want, but that has been answered before on your uh, podcast uh, by my friend Zaya from uh, Carnuba Detailing. So I wanted okay. to throw out something different. It's not a liquid product, but it is a physical product. And it's from my friends over at the Detail Guards. They're hose guides. Those hose guides have saved me so much anger. Really? That, that is something that I would recommend also to get. And okay. you will save yourself so much frustration with those things. They seem like a gimmick. They seem like they're, you know, some people comment on my stuff when I post stuff about the Detail Guards uh, hose guides. Like, uh, you know, how many of those have you run over? I'm like, I don't run over my stuff, you know, I've never crushed them, but you know, if you're that person, you're probably not a detailer, you know, there you that's go. It is. But that's what I'm got That's what I'm going with. The detail guards, uh, hose guides, the detail go, go I'm sorry. Detail guards, hose guides. Yes. Okay. Excellent. So that's the one, that's the thing you're going to stick with. Yep. That's your, that's your, not a go-to liquid product, so to speak, but it's the one thing that yep. you can't live without. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, as soon as I've, uh, you know, got them out the box and uh, have been detailing with them probably two, two and a half years, uh, I, you can't start a detail without them. Like, if, if you do, the frustration <laughs> immediately comes back, the hose snag, and I'm, I quickly run and go get them. That and O&R <laughs> is in every detail. Okay. Fair enough. Well, there's our, our, uh, our plug for detail guards. Yeah, I'm um, really good friends with them, so that's a free plug for you guys. Just good. <laughs> sweet. Now, I'll be honest with you. I use their – I actually use their detail guards. Yeah. And even though, um, you know, another company out there that – and I, I don't know whether I'm allowed to talk about people or not. I just, you know, I just love to talk detailing. But some yeah. another product that's out there is about, you know, an hour north of me is where they're, where they're made. And, mm -hmm. uh, I just feel like I've tried several different brands and yeah. I feel like the detail guards to me actually do what I expect them to do. Yeah. 
So um, have you ever tried any other rinseless washes besides ONR? Because I still have – I'm a huge waterless rinseless guy. I think you know that. Everybody else knows that. But right. And I like to play around with them. Um, but I still I still use ONR all the time. It's a great right. – you're right. It's a great versatile product. So I have ONR detailed as a clay lube, as a glass cleaner. Uh, I, I spray it sometimes to get a little air freshener effect. I mean, it's just – a great product and uh no i don't really venture off too much of the uh, okay of that them type of products do you use it are you rinseless quite often no or no, no, no. It depends. i pretty much use it for everything else but the intended uh purpose <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go yeah um so i'm gonna again i'm gonna backtrack because you know we got into the product thing and the the youtube thing and yeah. I love so while products. we're on the youtube thing i'm sorry I said, I love talking about products. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's why the well, channel and stuff. So there you go. Let's um, go back to YouTube. How did that all come about? YouTube. Well, hmm, I've been doing YouTube for three years and every year I kind of change the theme of what's going on on my channel. So the first okay. year I was just kind of vlogging what I was doing in the driveway. It was kind of just a personal vlog. I kind of had some comedy skits on there. And you cannot go find this first year because I've deleted uh, pretty much all of it because it was just terrible. Just terrible, terrible content. But you got to start somewhere. Sure. Push forward because, uh, you know, there's the recording process. There's the getting used to the camera. There's the editing. Editing is a big one. But uh, Okay. Yeah. And then year after that, uh, I actually landed a Grambassador ship through the RAG company. So it was a bunch of their reviews and then the year after that it kind of became asmr type uh full detail videos with reviews mixed in and this year you know i'm starting to go into like this unboxing style of uh videos with a i'm trying to try something new where it's like asmr but it's a review at the same time where i showcase how a product performs without actually speaking so that, that, that's what I'm But You wanted to know how it started, right? So that's it. Just well, vlogging, but, pretty much. But the thing is, is that that's, that's a great thing that you just said is that is showing how a product works without talking about it yes. is if, if a, awesome. If a product is a strong enough performer to where you can visually see it performing and, uh, you know, how it's used and stuff, then I think that's a, that clearly states the, how strong of a product it is. And uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, because you're not in the background telling everybody, not that your opinion isn't worth something, it's exactly. just that you want the product to speak for itself, yes. Like everybody has an opinion, and everybody's going to have a little different take on the product, but uh, you know, it, it's I, I don't know, I feel I just feel like there's something to let the product do its thing, and you can see that that to me, that's that's a that's an amazing avenue to take. I think that's going to be a, a big hit for you. Me too. I know I, it's going to be, you know, I'm hoping 2021 is the year of the cleaner. And uh, these videos are going to be what take me to the next level. <laughs> the year of the cleaner. The year of the cleaner. That's Write awesome. it down. Tell everybody, you know. Um, so let's, let's go to, and this is just kind of an off the wall question. Because you and I both are kind of, you know, weekend warrior, part-time guys, but we've been involved for a a while. What's in your, in your own words, what does auto detailing mean to you? 
And I mean, let's let's do two parts. Let's yeah. do the part of what does the actual word auto detailing mean to you as far as the industry is concerned? And then let's go into what does it mean to you personally? Mm. Auto, de- auto detailing in the industry concern. Hmm. That's a tough one. <laughs> it's mostly mostly selling products to people. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> True. I, can, I can better describe it in my sense of what I think auto detailing is. And that's a passion and a passionate group that has something to share and a skill that, uh, you know, few, fewer people know than most, I'd say. It's definitely, okay. it should be a trade. You know, if it would have been a trade when I was going to trade school, I would be a full-time detailer and not a welder right now, you know? Okay. So on that note, I'm going to go into another question about, <clears throat> so to speak, you kind of mentioned the fact that if it would have been a trade, yep. you would be doing it full-time. I do believe so. so. All of us have kind of, we kind of grow up and we get into a situation where, and sometimes more often than not, we kind of have a fork in the road. Yeah. It's a, you know, a a major decision that, you know, it's that pivotal moment in your life that has led you where you are today. Yeah. Is there something that stands out as far as you, you know, taking that fork towards the detailing industry? Okay. Well, I actually do have a pivotal fork in the road because when I, I said, like, I started my channel when three years ago. So the year before that, I was doing professional wrestling training. I was training uh, something I wanted to do my entire life. And it's something I finally pulled the trigger on. I was 26. So at the beginning of 2016, I started lifting weights, gaining weights, gaining weight, trying to add on as much as a smaller guy. So I was trying to gain weight, didn't really work out. But anyway, I joined this uh, wrestling camp that started in May. So I pretty much worked up that whole year until then, saving money and, uh, you know, trying to gain as much weight as possible. And then the camp started. And then I went through the camp. Uh, I got injured. I blew out my knee pretty much. Uh, It was a cartilage damage and my kneecap shifted to, like, the right side. So I had to do all of November, December was rehab. Oh, my goodness. What is that? Hold on a sec. Got you. Okay. Anyway, the iPad started ringing for some reason, but I'm back. And uh, so after that injury, okay. I was kind of done with professional wrestling. <laughs> you know, I went to one show, just kind of worked like security, didn't get to perform. But uh, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. I don't think my body can hold up to it. And that is why I have, you know, the bad knees now that we were talking about before the podcast. And stuff. Okay. But, uh, yeah, then, then I started focusing on auto detailing after that. See, that's it. I'm not going to talk to you anymore because you you just keep answering all my questions <laughs> before I even So, yeah. <laughs> so the first question I was going to ask that I didn't get a chance to ask was, tell us something interesting about yourself that most people wouldn't know. Yeah, that's probably and I'm pretty it. sure that I'm pretty sure that professional wrestling school is it. Yeah. Yeah. Was was it as it as intense as what I think it might oh, be? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I was really? I was getting off work and going straight to the to train, and it was brutal. We trained for about three hours. Definitely got concussions. And I was wrestling this big heavyweight, about two sixty five pound uh, dude. His name was Big Daddy Yum Yum. So you can just uh, just picture that me getting smashed by this guy for a couple hours. Did you just say Big Daddy Yum Yum? Big Daddy Yum Yum out of Shreveport, Louisiana. Yep. 
He's the big time wrestler in Shreveport. There wasn't any wrestling in Shreveport for about 20 years. And then Big Daddy Yum Yum showed up and started a, a training school. So I said, yeah, I've signed me up. That's insane. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And Wait till you see the show story, notes. You know, it's pretty cool. Story. Yeah. I think everybody should enjoy that story. That's cool. Cause I don't know. I've never, I've never heard of anybody. I mean, I'm, I just assumed that there was a schools for it, but I've never heard of anybody actually going. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. My, uh, it's super cool. Was there, was there a lot of, um, and I, I'm not, I'm not, don't mean to be disrespectful. No. I mean, was there a lot of acting involved? Yes. Yes. We do. Like really? Whole, you know, we practice promos and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's like a dance, a very, very okay. physical dance. You got to know how to fall. You got to know, you know, this and that and how to jump and, there's definitely a lot of uh, it's it's like a dance, a very physical dance. It's very choreographed. Uh, or no, choreographed. You just have to know certain. Uh, it's hard to explain, but <laughs> kind of got to be on the lookout for what's coming yes, next. It's called calling it in the ring. You can choreograph oh a whole match, but mostly like there's certain positions where you will call a spot. So I'll whisper something in your ear, like you're gonna drop down, take the drop kick. And uh, this and that, and then uh, we'll perform it, and then you call the next spot until you know the story is told and the match is done. So now that you're a, a YouTuber, you can give away all these secrets. <laughs> uh, I might have uh, oh the Big Daddy Yum Yum coming after me if I do that. So I, I can't I can't be doing all that. That's He's awesome! I love that story. <laughs> That's the greatest story. That's awesome. So. And and so so that was your fork in the road. You had to make a decision between, yeah, you know, it was pretty much either wrestling was going to take up my weekends or uh, you know detailing. So the injury, well, I'm going to be honest, clear. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm I'm kind of glad you took the the, the detail fork. Right. Me as well. Because I love I love that's that's painful. Painful. It's still pretty painful sometimes, you know. <laughs> You know, it, it, it can yeah. wear on you, which is why I, I like yeah. to review and preach on safer products and safer, uh, you know, uh, methods, <laughs> detailing. So, yeah, that's awesome. So what do you think? And, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, too, about the, the YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, what do you think is is one of your top strategies for you to keep moving forward in, in the YouTube world? Um, and I'm just guessing that trying to change things up year to year yep. is probably one yep, of them. That's it. If something okay. kind of isn't, you know, working for a whole year, then I will completely, you know, new intro, change it up. I'm not afraid to take a chance. I'm inspired by certain okay. things. And this year, uh, <clears throat> uh, there was a UFC fight this past Saturday where middleweight champion Israel Adesanya moved up a weight class. So he was punching above his weight. And, you know, he lost the fight. But after the fight in the post-fight press conference, you know, he, he did an amazing job of uh, voicing, you know, you just got to take a chance sometimes. So I'm not afraid to take chances. And, uh, you know, that's got me fired up right now. That just kind of happened over the weekend. I'm like, yep, that's right. You just got to – what did he say? Dang, it was a good quote. He said uh, uh, it was pretty much just keep taking chances. You can't, you know, second-guess yourself. Cause he, and look at look at this. You're going right into another question of what's your favorite inspirational quote. It's, it's you're just like rolling these Man, things right off is, your tongue. What was the quote? Uh, another good one is Rennie Dole said something. There's a quote I have saved on my phone. I don't know if I can exit this app or not to go read it, but it's something like uh, 
no matter how small you think your position in the auto detailing world is, you know, you're still big enough to change something in the industry. So that fires me up to okay. something. That was a quote from Vinny. <laughs> That's Bell. awesome. That's or, awesome. You know, something around so, that, that terms from what I can remember. I don't have it in front of me, but it was a really easy quote. I like it. He's, he's pretty inspirational he on is, his own, yes, I think. Vinny Dole is a big inspiration. Yeah. He's uh, been around a long time. Um, I'm a huge PS guy. I'll be honest with you. Same. Um, I don't. I don't know that there's a. Uh, uh, from what I have and from what I've used, I, I can honestly say I don't think there's a PNS product that I've used that I yep. didn't like. Same. I'm a um, fan of PNS. And so, to kind of go back to your, and I know a lot of people will either shake their heads yep. or, excuse me, or they they'll you know they'll just kind of brush it off. But I, I'm telling you, my one of my favorite products that you know that I can't live without is absolutely. Absolutely. I use Beadmaker for usually like when I'm not here at home, if I'm, if, even if I'm detailing here at home, I still use it. But if I'm detailing mobile out on the road, that's my, that's my final wipe down before I deliver the card. Same thing. So I detail from Friday to Sunday most of the time. Like I'll work on a whole car, you know, Friday to Sunday and that Sunday morning going out there with a bottle of Beadmaker and an Eagle 500 is just the cherry on top. It's, it's, it's awesome. I love beadmaker. And I love it. I just I I love using it. I love smelling it. I love the results I get yes. with it. I love the ease of use. I do not understand the criticism awesome. it gets. You know, one of the criticisms <clears throat> is its short lifespan. Why then if you don't like the short lifespan, you know, you don't have to use it as your, you know, your base coat. Just use it as the topper. You're not gonna match the slickness or the shine you get from it, you know. Correct. You don't have to use it as your your the base coat of your protectant. Exactly. You can just, yeah. I mean, use something else that you know has the longevity, and and then go to Beadmaker for your you know your final wipe. And and I just, it's it's always, or I should say, it's never let me down, and it always looks amazing after I get done using it. Same every time. And the second issue is dusting. Have you ever encountered this dusting problem? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't think I've ever encountered the dusting problem, so I don't know. Is it dustier up north or something? What's but, going on with the dusting problem? You mean as far as yes. bead maker, or just no? No, I've never experienced yeah, have that. Have you seen the comments? I, I thought say, maybe like, were... it attracts dust. Well, uh, I don't necessarily know that. I've encountered that as much as I have say for instance, like when it's really, really cold yeah. here. Um, and, and I don't know, let's say for instance, I'm detailing my wife's car or my car in the mm-hmm. garage and it's really, really cold. And I have, I have heaters in there. If I run the heaters while I'm detailing and then I shut the heaters down and it, the garage gets cold again, I can see like a film. Hmm. I don't know that I would call it a ducting, but but there is kind of a film and I don't know if I, in all honesty, I don't know if that's actually bead maker itself right. because I've actually not used bead maker before. And I've seen that same thing with different products. Right. It may just be so I don't know if maybe it's just kind a, of ascending or something. Or, or maybe it's just, a, yeah, like an environmental yeah, yeah. thing. Condensation. So, yeah, but I've but, never uh, had the dusting problem. I see a bunch of, uh, you know, Facebook, you know, uh, groups, will hate on Beadmaker a lot, but I don't, I, don't, I don't get the hate. I love it as a final touch product. Beadmaker is an awesome glass cleaner as well. I love uh, okay. doing glass with Beadmaker. 
which is kind of funny because I've never, I've used it on glass yep. continuously, but I've never used it as the actual oh, glass cleaner. So right up as the cleaner. Now, if it's like, you know, the, if it's the windshield and it's had some, you know, gas, uh, off gassing, off gassing. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Not going to do it, but, uh, yeah, you're gonna have to use you know an IPA wipe or something, wipe it down first, and then bead maker. But I've used bead maker straight up glass cleaner just all the way around. Wow, yeah. that's I think awesome. for like a six month period, I, just, uh, I use O and R, and then a bead yeah. maker as like my two primary glass cleaners. Okay, well I'll have to try that then and see what happens. Um, what's your so during your detailing process? Yep. Give me a give me a challenge or I don't want to say a worst. I, I don't like the term worst moment seems kind of weird, but give me a worst moment or a detailing challenge that didn't go quite as planned. For hmm. you. Let me think about that one. A detailing. So just the problem in a detail. I kind of had to. Yeah. Just a challenge or a problem that, that, okay, that came up and one. I did. I don't think I ever overcame it, but this was real weird. It happened. I have it recorded on my channel, actually. Uh, it's the update on Uno Protect and Beadmaker Combo. Uh, okay. So the customer brings me her vehicle like a month later. She had parked under a tree. We just had a hurricane. So I'm assuming uh, there was a broken branch high up in the tree. So she, she, she just okay. sap bombs all over the hood. And it was a white <laughs> or a pearl, like uh, Nissan, and it completely okay. stained the paint. There was no more sap left on the hood. She actually went and took it through a tunnel wash to quickly, you know, get it off. And there was still like, okay. stained on there. So she brought it to me. And I'm like, I've never seen this before in my life, and it's it's crazy. I've never seen anything this bad ever, but uh. I couldn't get that fixed. I tried wet sanding with 3000 grit and then a compound and then, uh, you know, Uno protect again. I think I can't really remember. That was like six months ago, but, uh, I tried pretty much everything that I knew how to try without, you know, damaging the hood any further. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So, uh, that's about it. Uh, I could not overcome okay. that one. I was like, you might have to get this repainted is what I told them, but eventually uh, she just kept parking in like the sun, I guess, but uh, they faded now. I just detailed the car about a month ago, and there's a couple spots on the bumper, but all the spots on the hood have pretty much faded away. Is I've never seen anything like it. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I have it recorded. If you so, want to see it, it's the root, root, uh, Uno Protect Beadmaker Combo one month update, I think. Okay. Like six months ago. Okay. Okay. What's um so let's let's uh let's go into we we had your worst uh, worst moment got that lesson learned from it what do you think a lesson learned from it was uh don't park under a tree after a hurricane <laughs> bad stuff so, so now you just got to be able to relay that to your customer get your customer to understand yeah, don't, that don't park <laughs> under no more trees you stay away from trees that's awesome yeah. that's awesome. So where do you um, where do you see Jamie the cleaner in the future? What do you think? What what do you think's ahead for you? Is there anything that you know you've got planned in the future besides the YouTube channel? Anything that you think? Uh, I would uh, definitely love to uh, maybe try going full time. Maybe try a little mobile. 
uh, I'm not in the greatest market. Like I said, this is a small town. Not look, I have like, you know, there's like three Joe's car wash up the street that I'd have to compete with. And it's, it's an education process of finding the right customers who are a little more educated, want a little further okay. of a detail than just, you know, washing wax. And uh, sometimes that's hard to uh, translate to a customer who knows nothing. They're just kind of looking for that detail, but they really just want a car wash. It's really, it's an education process around here. So uh, maybe dabbling into going full-time. And the YouTube channel, man, just uh, wherever it takes me. I'm go- I'm aiming for the top. Okay, what's the uh, what's the largest city that's closest to you? I'd say a uh, Shreveport. It's about an hour and twenty hour and a half away. So that's quite a that's quite a haul if you want to go mobile there. Yes. If I would have, yeah, we okay. moved. Uh, me and my wife moved to Cachada. We did live in Campty, and Campty is even. <laughs> one time I saw a ranking where like Campy was top 10 poor cities in the United States. So it was not, not now it has the dollar general and it has, you know, a library. So it's kind of popping over there. The grocery store just burned down. So it's not, not doing good no more, but, uh, yeah. So we moved to a a slightly (laughs) bigger town, but if we had moved to Shreveport, I'd be having a, you know, much better time with the detailing. Okay. (laughs) Well, it might be something to consider in the future as the YouTube channel grows and as you begin to grow and, yes, and, uh, you know, move in a different direction. But, um, so before we go yep. and before we end the conversation, first of all, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me, Jamie, the cleaner. I'm on pretty much everything. Facebook. I got a Facebook page and just post my videos there. Instagram, TikTok, okay. YouTube. Jamie the Cleaner all around. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Okay. Yep. All right. Jamie the Cleaner, like, subscribe, all the social media platforms. Um, how's TikTok working out for you? Uh, I was doing, I felt like I was doing pretty good on TikTok until, you know, uh, Trump was thinking about shutting it down one time and I kind of stopped using it because I was like, it's gone. He's going to get rid of it. <laughs> Right. And uh, it didn't, right. and it stayed. So uh, I kind of got inactive for a while, and then, you know, it kind of stopped rising. Right, it's pretty good. It's going pretty good. <laughs> it's TikTok. It's whatever. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So, again, before we go, last question: What's your number one takeaway? What is what's the number one thing that you want the audience to absorb from your episode? Oh boy, there's probably a lot to absorb from this from this one. Uh, uh, I'm just here to have a good time. I'm very passionate about detailing, about furthering myself, uh, becoming a better detailer, help further the industry with my reviews and pushing great products uh, forward. And uh, that's it. Just having a good time. Detailing Entertainment Incorporated is what Jamie the Cleaner is is all about. So. What was that? Detailing what? Detailing, Detailing. Entertainment Incorporated. I need to start that brand up. <laughs> yeah, I would class myself in detailing. That's YouTube, awesome. You know? People take uh, detailing YouTube a little too serious sometimes, and I'm just here to have a good time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, we, I know I appreciate everything you do because I love watching the reviews and I love watching the channel. I appreciate um, it. Have loved watching you grow for a little yeah. while. Um, appreciate you again. Appreciate you being here and uh, doing an episode with me. 
And um, at this point, people can find you on all your social media platforms as Jamie That's the right. Cleaner. Correct. correct. Okay. Correct. And if they really wanted to get crazy, they could look up Big Daddy no, Yum Yum. No, 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 I wouldn't bother with that. But you can try. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing these days, but he might be around somewhere. He might yeah. be around. I haven't heard from him since. So but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's still doing it. Nice. Well, Jamie, listen, thank you so much for doing the episode. Um, again, I still think you have a lot to offer. Thank you. Um, you bring some value. You bring some value, and I think that's awesome. And and uh, I think people can learn from your reviews and learn from, you know, what you're doing out on YouTube. Um, I hope you continue to grow the YouTube channel. And your TikTok and everything else because I enjoy watching it. I appreciate it. And it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Right. And at any time at all, if you want to, you know, have a conversation and talk again, don't hesitate to hit me up and, and we can go from there. So at this point, I'm going to end the interview and I'm going to say, everybody, go check out Jamie the Cleaner's YouTube channel. See what kind of reviews he has. Push him hard so you can see videos that uh, describe the benefits of a product without speaking. That's right. Because I'm, I'm interested in those. I'm really interested in those. I'm keep working on and, uh, one Coming out this Friday, it's going to be Coach Kimmy Green Star, a very good product. Coach what is Kimmy it? Green Star. Or Coach Coach Coach. Okay. Coach. See, this is why I quit, I quit talking. Man. You know, okay. I just let the product do the talking. <laughs> it's Green Star. It's going to be a good one. It's, it's awesome. All right. Well, Jamie, listen. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you, what you're doing for the industry. I appreciate everything you've done on YouTube. I love watching it. And I just want to say thank you so much for doing this. And thank you for sharing yeah. the shine. Thank you. All right, man. Have a good night. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye.